for Pacifica Radio. I'm Eileen Alfandari. The known death toll and the partial collapse of a Florida beachside building has risen to four. Officials say there are still 159 people unaccounted for. Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava said rescue officials are still searching for survivors in the 12-story pancake structure in the South Florida city of Surfside. We will continue search and rescue because we still have hope that we will find people alive. That is exactly why we're continuing. And uh, that that is why we're using our dogs and our sonar and our uh, cameras, everything possible to seek places where there may still be people uh, to be found. Three bodies were pulled from the rubble overnight. About half the building's roughly 130 units were affected. Officials said no cause for the collapse has yet been determined. President Biden and a bipartisan group of senators have reached an agreement to significantly boost infrastructure spending, though considerable hurdles remain before the blueprint becomes reality. Biden and Democratic congressional leaders Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi insist the bipartisan plan for roads, bridges and the like is just part one of infrastructure spending. They say part two will be a plan for more ambitious projects, which will include climate and social welfare and other family assistance plans that Republicans oppose. That will be passed through the reconciliation process, which doesn't need Republican support. Christopher Martinez reports. President Joe Biden says the infrastructure deal is settled, at least for the moment. I'm pleased to report that a bipartisan group of senators, five Democrats, five Republicans, part of a larger group, has come together and forged an agreement that will uh, create millions of American jobs and modernize our American infrastructure to compete with the rest of the world and own the 21st century. The agreement is a slimmed-down version of Biden's original two-and-a-quarter-trillion-dollar physical infrastructure proposal. The agreement would spend $1.2 trillion over eight years on roads, bridges, the power grid, broadband internet access, and replacing lead pipes to bring clean water to homes and schools. It would also spend about $15 billion on electric vehicle infrastructure, about half of what Biden had wanted. While the physical infrastructure plan is aimed at getting Republican as well as Democratic votes, the human infrastructure plan will move on a separate track, the budget reconciliation process, which does not need Republican votes. Biden says they're inextricably intertwined. If only one comes to me, I'm not, if, if this is the only thing that comes to me, I'm not signing. It's in tandem. I'm Christopher Martinez. Vice President Kamala Harris travels to the southern border as part of her role leading the Biden administration's response to migration. While in El Paso, Texas, she'll tour a Customs and Border Patrol Processing Center, hold a conversation with advocates from faith-based organizations, as well as shelter and legal service providers, and deliver remarks. Harris has faced months of criticism from both Democrats and Republicans for declining to make a border trip thus far. More from Roz Brown. The ACLU is watching the diplomatic visit after extending a pause on litigation brought over Title 42, which the Trump administration leveraged to restrict migrants from entering the U.S. over public health concerns at the start of the pandemic. 
Attorney Shaw Drake with the ACLU of Texas says ending that policy, which has pushed back 10,000 migrant families from entering the country, is more important than stopovers. Visits are not what is important. What is important is true policy change in terms of turning back Trump-era abuses. So we need to see changes to real policy that affects real people. Meanwhile, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has announced the state plans to spend $250 million to continue building a border wall. I'm Roz Brown. The judge in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin will hand down his sentence today for last year's murder of George Floyd. Chauvin faces decades in prison with several legal experts predicting a sentence of 20 to 25 years. Though Chauvin is widely expected to appeal, he also still faces trial on federal civil rights charges along with three other fired officers who have yet to have their state trials. Chauvin was convicted of second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter for pressing his knee against Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes as Floyd said he couldn't breathe before he finally went limp. Scorching heat is forecast in the Pacific Northwest this weekend, raising concerns about wildfires and the health of people in a region where many people don't have air conditioning. The National Weather Service has issued an excessive heat watch. The agency said the lengthy heat wave will cover portions of Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. Temperatures are expected to reach 114 degrees. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.